of the Lord tonight. In the name of Jesus. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4 and beginning at verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about it takes a bold approach. It takes a bold approach. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Scripture teaches us, tells us, as we just read, that we have, we have not a high priest that can't be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, with our afflictions, the things that we're dealing with, things that we're going through. The Lord knows everything that you're dealing with. He knows what you're feeling because he's been there. Every emotion that you feel, every problem, every stress that you deal with, the Lord walked those footsteps. And the Bible says that even going through all of this, he was yet without sin. The problem, the stress that you feel, the the agony that you feel, dealing with a, maybe someone betraying you, the Lord knows what that feels like. He's been there. He's dealt with that. A lot of times people deal with different situations and they lose things, they lose finances, they lose homes, and they think that nobody knows what they're dealing with, what they're going through. And I want you to know that even in that kind of a situation, the Lord knows because he was talking to an individual and he was talking about discipleship and he was, the individual said, Lord, you know, I'll follow you. And Jesus told him, he said, you know, foxes, they have holes. 
and the birds, they have nests. But he said, the son of man have no place to lay his head. I'm telling you, every human emotion that a person will feel in this life, he felt it. He dealt with it. But he overcame it. And the Bible says, and it tells us that in verse 16, it says, because of that, it says, let us therefore, and that word therefore means for this reason. Let us therefore, because we know that we have a high priest that can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, let us therefore, or for this reason, boldly approach the throne of grace. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but the fact that I know what he's dealing with, the fact that he knows what I'm dealing with, he knows what I'm going through, I have confidence tonight that if I boldly approach his throne of grace and I come in here with my hands lifted up and my mouth open, that he is not going to turn me away without my need being met, without my prayer being answered. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about it takes a bold approach if you're going to get your need met tonight. If you're going to get that financial need met that you have tonight, you got to come boldly before his throne of grace. If you're going to get that healing that you've been seeking for for quite some time now, you got to come boldly before his throne. You can be seated tonight. The timid, the approach is not going to work. You'll find out that everybody that received something from God, they came boldly. They didn't care about what people were saying, what they was doing, what they was thinking. They came boldly before God. They wasn't in fear of of rebuff, you know, being rejected or turned away. They came boldly. The Bible tells us that there was a woman that came to Jesus. And at this time, Jesus, he came for the house of Israel. And the Bible tells us that she came seeking for healing for her daughter who was sick. And Jesus plainly told her that it's not meat that we take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. Now, there are some people, now that is a complete rejection there. And there were some people that they would have took that and they would have turned around and they would have went on about their business. But this woman was bold in her approach. She said, yeah, that is true, Lord, but even the dogs eat eat the crumbs that falls from the master's table. And because of her approach, because of her not giving up and not throwing in the towel, She walked away that day with her need being met. Come on, somebody. Make it up in your mind. I don't care what it takes. I'm not walking away tonight until my need is met. I'm not leaving here if it takes all night. I'm willing to stay all night. I'm not leaving here without being filled. I'm not leaving here without being healed. I'm not leaving here without being changed. I promise you, you come with that kind of a mind frame. You come with that kind of an attitude. And God is going to meet you right where you are. And he's going to move on your behalf. He's going to move in your life. He's going to meet your need. It takes a bold approach tonight. You can be seated. The world 
knows everything about being bold. They are very bold in the things that they do, the statements that they make, the lifestyle that they live. They're very bold. And the, the things that they're involved in, if they remain in that kind of a behavior, it's not going to lead them to life but it's going to lead them to damnation. The world knows everything about being bold, and it doesn't amount to anything. How much more should a child of God come in here boldly before God, knowing that if you come with that kind of an attitude and that kind of a mind frame, it's not going to go unlooked at. God is going to see it, and God is going to grant you your petition. He's going to meet you right where you are, and he's going to answer your request. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm tired of coming in here lackadaisical and thinking that I'm going to get something from God. i got to come with my heart fixed on what it is that I have need of and have a determination, a made-up mind that I'm not leaving. I'm not walking out the same way that I came in, but I'm leaving change. I'm not leaving here dealing with depression another night. I'm leaving here change. I'm not leaving here letting the spirit of rebellion have a a grip on my soul. I'm leaving here changed. God is going to free me. He's going to deliver me. He's going to set me free this night. You can be seated tonight. It takes a bold approach if you're going to get something from God. That's what it's going to take tonight. We can't expect that we can come in here and go through motions. God knows the heart. God knows where it's coming from. God knows uh, worship, and he knows when it's lip service. He knows it. I want to make sure that my approach tonight is with boldness, confidence, knowing that when I make that effort, when I make that step towards God, that in return, he's going to meet me where I am. He's going to answer my need. He's going to answer my prayer. You know what kind of approach it takes? It takes the approach that when you come to a house and you see that it's full and you can't get in through the door, that you go on top of the roof and you begin to break up the rooftop until you get into the house where Jesus is. It takes that kind of approach. And I promise you when Jesus sees it, he's not just going to turn around and do nothing about it. He's going to begin to move. He's going to see your faith and he's going to grant you I don't know about anybody else, but are you tired of dealing with what you've been dealing with? Are you tired of going through the same old problems, the same old stress? Are you tired of wondering, are your fam- is you going to make it or is your family going to make it? Come on, somebody. You can walk out of here being reassured in the Holy Ghost that you will make it, that you're not going to die, but that you're going to live and proclaim the works of the Lord. 
You can be seated tonight. Everybody that came, everybody that had a need met. It was a bold approach. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a relax. It wasn't a maybe if I get around to it type of a thing. It was, if I don't get this, then I'm going to die. This is my last resort. The problem with us is that we get caught into a trap of thinking that we have tomorrow. We get caught into a trap of thinking that we have next week. We get into a trap of thinking that uh, things, it'll be the same next year. And the Bible tells us that tomorrow is not, it teaches us that tomorrow is not promised to anyone. That you have to make the best of your opportunity that you have while you have it. I'm telling you, if you're going to make a decision to live for God, make it tonight. Because tomorrow is not promised. If you're going to make a decision to get your heart right and let God deliver you from some things, then do it tonight. You don't have the devil will cause you to believe that you can plan your life out and that at the end of it, when you're in your old age, then you can live for God. That is a lie from the pit of hell. The Bible tells us today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. Come on. Don't allow the devil to fool you. Don't allow him to beguile you. Don't allow him to trick you. While you got the time, while you got the opportunity, this church service, make the best of it. You can be seated tonight. The word of God tells us that, that there was a woman that had a son and she came one day the son went out into the field with the father and he fell, fell dead. And you know, most of the times when a situation like that and the harsh realities is staring you in the face, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a dumb, a done situation. That's just the way it is. The child is dead. But the Bible says that this woman she didn't accept that. She didn't accept the fact. That wasn't her, 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 in her mind frame, this is not the end of it. And the Bible says that when she left and as she made her way to the man of God, the question was asked her, is everything well? Now, the natural mind will, would say, no, everything isn't well. It's bad. It's very bad. But that woman all the way to that prophet said, it is well. It is well. Her approach to the situation was she wasn't accepting things the way that it was. You know, sometimes we can begin to accept things for what it is. We can begin to accept that my life is just going to be full of turmoil. We can accept the fact that this is just how it's going to be. But I wonder if I got some people here tonight that are determined that I'm not going to accept that this is just the way it's going to be. But my approach tonight is that it is well. Even though it hasn't happened yet, I believe that everything is going to be all right. It is well. God is going to work it out. He's going to provide. He's going to meet the need. Yeah. 
Come on, I refuse to allow the devil to cause me to accept things and accept that this is how it's going to be. No, it's not how it's going to be. God is moving. God is working. God is going to deliver. God is going to set free. Come on, don't accept the fact that your family members are lost. But you say it in the spirit. It is well. God is going to deliver them. God is going to fill them with the Holy Ghost. God is going to pull them out of this world. You have that kind of approach and you watch out. God is going to do it. You can be seated tonight. She refused to accept that this is how it is. I want to make sure that my living for God, that I surround myself with people that have the same kind of a mind frame, that is full of faith, that believe that God can do what seems impossible to the natural eye. I want to make sure that the people that are whispering in my ear aren't people that are doubters, that aren't murmurers, complainers. I want to make sure that I'm surrounding myself around the right kind of a people. I want to make sure that I'm not surrounding myself with people that have learned to just accept the things in their lives, to accept the fact that unclean spirits is running through their lives. And that the world has them bound and that refuse to make any kind of effort, any kind of attempt to live for God. I don't want those type of people whispering in my ear. I don't want those kind of people that uh, are giving me advice. I want to be around Holy Ghost filled people that believe that with God all things are possible. With God... Come on, I know the doctor may say this is the end, but let me tell you, I got a physician that is well able to meet the need, that is well able to raise the dead, that is well able to heal cancer, that is well able to heal diabetes. I got an ultimate physician. And if you don't mind, I want to hear what he has to say. You can be seated tonight. Word of God tells us that there was a man that came to Jesus and his daughter was back home sick. And he came to Jesus. And as Jesus was, he let Jesus know what the situation was, and he was making his Jesus was making his way back to this man's home. The Bible says that his servant came and said, you know, don't trouble the master any longer. Your daughter is dead. But Jesus gave him a word, and they kept making their way towards the home. Once it gets there, you see, and you'll read about people that accept it, that this is just how it is. This young girl is dead. That's it. That's what the facts is. To the point that when Jesus comes in, and he tells them that, She's not dead, but she's just asleep. They laugh him to scorn. I know people that have accepted that their lives, 
that there are just some things that are dead in their lives and that when they hear that Jesus can work it out, they begin to mock, they begin to laugh, they begin to doubt in their hearts. But I want to be full of faith tonight. There may be some things that are in my life that aren't completely right, but I believe that Jesus can work it out. I believe that there may be some things that are falling apart all around me, but, but I believe if I put my faith in him, he can begin to build things back up in my life. Come on, I'm talking about what kind of approach do you have tonight? Are you approaching with faith? <coughs> are you approaching with doubt tonight? I want to be full of faith tonight to know that God is well able. I want my approach, the boldness that I come with, to say that I have confidence that God is able. Not that I'm doubting, not that I'm wondering, not that I have any buts or ifs, or I wonder if he can. No, there's none of that. I know he can. I know he will. I know he is well able. You can be seated tonight. Jesus showed us what we need to do. We need to get rid of all the doubters. We need to kick them out. Because when he kicked those doubters out, the mockers, the complainers, you found out a miracle took place on that day. Come on, somebody. The chances are that your miracle hasn't come because you're listening to doubters. You're listening to complainers. You're listening to backbiters. But I encourage you to kick them out of your life. Get rid of them. Turn your ear off to what they have to say. And you watch out because God is going to begin to move. God is going to begin to heal. God is going to begin to provide. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Come on, somebody. Broadly approach his throne. Don't approach it with doubt. Don't approach with fear. But you boldly approach his throne of grace tonight. You can be seated tonight. You come with a boldness. come with the kind of boldness that before it even happens you speak it in faith that if I could just touch the hem of his garment I know that I'll be made whole it ain't no coincidence that a situation that she had been dealing with for 12 years and she sought after many physicians and she didn't become she was none the better but only worse. It's not a coincidence that when she spoke it in faith and she made her way to Jesus Christ and she made her way through the press, there was no coincidence that she was healed. It was all about the approach, how she came to God. She came with a bold approach that if I could just get to where Jesus is, if I could just grab a hold, she made her way through the press. Trust me, there are some things you're going to have to get by. You're going to have to get by logic. You're going to have to get by what the world says. You're going to have to get past what your family thinks. And you're going to have to grab a hold of him in faith. You watch out because Jesus is going to move. I feel the Holy Ghost 
in here tonight. Come on, somebody who can make it up in their mind. I'm not approaching any longer with a, a timid. I'm not coming timid. I'm not coming with a lackluster approach. I'm coming boldly. I'm coming boldly. I'm coming boldly before his throne of grace. You can be seated tonight. It amazes me, the people that live in this world, the things that they will get involved in, the things that they will be so daring and bold about. There are people that will pack out stadiums. They will paint their face. They will do all crazy different things. There were people there are people that will fill the club rooms, they'll fill up the bars, and they will do the unthinkable. The unthinkable. But the very same people will step foot into a an atmosphere like this here tonight. And music will be playing, worship will be going forth, and they will look around as if we're the ones that are crazy. You know, I refuse to let this world, I refuse to let society tell me that I have to, I have to be all prim and proper when I come into the house of the Lord. I want you to know tonight, there is no room for prim and proper in the house of God. There is no room for propriety in the house of God tonight. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but I read what the Bible tells us to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I read what the Bible tells us to clap our hands unto the Lord and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Come on, somebody. You throw off a propriety. You throw off that, that spirit that tells you you got to be quiet. You can't lift up your hands. You throw that garbage off and you lift up your hands. You open up your mouth. What happened? What is going on? I'm boldly approaching the throne of grace. I'm boldly approaching the throne of grace and I know that he is going to meet me there. Come on, somebody, go ahead and give it a try. Lift up your hands. Open up your mouth. Call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody, boldly. Boldly become before his throne of grace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. If the world can do the garbage that they do and it doesn't amount to anything, how much more should I come in here boldly and lift up my voice, lift up my hands, calling upon the name of the Lord? And it means everything. Come on, somebody. Boldly approach his throne of grace. Come on, that you may obtain help in the time of need. I don't know about anybody else, but I need some help. I need some help in this time, and I got to boldly approach. I got to boldly approach if I'm going to get my need met, if I'm going to obtain mercy, if he's going to touch me.
Oh, come on, somebody, lift up those hands. Call upon the name of the Lord. Come on. Come on, somebody. Boldly approach his throne. Come on and taste the bold approach tonight. You can't be timid. You can't be lukewarm. You got to boldly come in confidence, knowing that God will. Come on, he knows what you're dealing with. He knows what you're going through. And because he knows that, therefore, I can come boldly. He's not going to reject it. But he's going to meet my needs. Oh, come on, somebody. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, this altar is open up. Somebody come down with your hearts lifted, with your hands. Come on. Do I have anybody that are determined I'm going to boldly approach his throne? My great, my need is too great for me to come. My need is too great for me to sit there with my mouth closed. My need is too great for me to sit there with my arms folded. I gotta come boldly before him tonight. Oh, come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord.